Okay, so, hello. I don't remember the name of this podcast anymore. Uh, the It's the OKAFFL po- 2.0 podcast. Okay, well, that that's what we're recording. Uh, these are your two mm-hmm. hosts for this week, Tofu and Arash. Um, I'll let Tofu take over. Yeah, we're going to try not to mess this thing up too bad. Um, so I think the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, the trades that happened this week. There was three, four trades that happened this week. Yeah, I have um, it pulled up. And Arash, you were involved in, in probably the two of them that were the biggest. Yeah. So I think uh, it's good that you, you know, you're you on the show with the... Uh, with what you're doing, so let's pull up the trades and go through them. And I was actually involved in the other one, so this the, is perfect. <laughs> well, the the first trade that I see, I don't know if it was talked about in the last podcast. Probably the least interesting trade that's happened is Kenny Galladay for Brandon Cooks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that was a forgotten trade because of all of the other ones that came after. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that was a thing that happened. Yes. I don't really have many thoughts on it. I like um, Brandon Cooks. You know, I like Kenny I, Galladay. Yeah, I like Brandon Cooks more than I like Kenny Galladay. He seems to be um, quarterback proof this year, uh, which is, you know, a little... It's a nice thing to have. Um, so I think that's definitely important. Uh, uh, I think he's has a little bit more... He's a little bit more consistent than Galladay. I think Galladay has more upside, but I definitely think that... Uh, Brandon Cooks is a little bit more uh, quarterback proof and seems to be producing even in a shitty uh, Texans offense. This is one of those things that remember when I brought up the other day, what players do you see that remind you of someone in this league? Kenny Galladay is that for me where anytime I see Kenny Galladay, mm-hmm. I think of Matin because he was mm-hmm. hyping him up a year or two ago. Uh, yeah. And I just don't think he ever reached what, was expected and maybe it's because of injuries or whatever but brandon cooks you know what he is he's solid so i, mm-hmm. I think it was a good move yeah. for both teams it is what it good is. trade on both sides yeah good trade on both sides and then i guess we'll get into your your trade yeah next. i think the next one came up was uh jamal williams for Diggs, and uh mm-hmm. i also got a second in that one so jamal williams and a second for Diggs. Mm-hmm. um which is a clear win on both sides, I think. I think that trading often in this league, and I don't know what it is, it looks at as somebody has to be a winner and somebody has to be a loser. Um, that's not actually how trading works. It's supposed <laughs> to be both get something that you want. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, there's no winning and no losing in trading. It's just, it's, it's mutually, it, you can get mutually good things. Like, I think that trading away digs fits into what you're doing and then... Uh, you know, grabbing Matin, digs for Matin is fits into what he's doing. Yeah, and I well. I imagine I probably could have got more, but that's a lot of like coulda shoulda. C- could I have like held mm-hmm. out and maybe gotten like a first for digs? Maybe, but like mm-hmm. I expect Matin to be one of the best finishers this season. So like mm-hmm. his second is kind of almost the first. So. Yeah, I don't know. It has it, the potential it, to sneak up in there in the top top end of the draft. Yeah, so I didn't really care too much. I'll take it the second, uh, and I mm-hmm. I don't love Diggs. I never loved Diggs, so yeah. he's gonna be crushed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm I I do think he's gonna he's gonna have a huge season post this trade, but for whatever yeah, reason, probably. I just don't love him. Yeah. And then I guess, I mean, I really love Stefan Diggs because everybody knows I'm a huge closeted Bills fan. Go Bills, yeah. Bills Mafia forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Josh Allen's the greatest quarterback who ever lived. Um, yep. No, but I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think I like, I like Stefan Diggs a lot. I took him last year with high hopes for him and it, it really panned out for me. Um, I really like him. I don't like love him, but I, I do really like him. He's a player that I enjoy watching, especially now that he's off the Vikings. Um, and and then I, I got guess, Jamal Williams, uh, who he is apparently like an anime fan. I don't know. Whenever I watch interviews of him, he seems cool. He's funny. Yeah. He's funny. That's that's the type he's of funny, character you know? I want in my locker room. So. Yeah. 
it's all about building good character guys, right? That's yep. that's really what you want at the end of the day. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's and then I guess part of the rebuild. Yeah, I uh, I definitely think so. Um, so the other, I guess, the next the next portion that we need to talk about is the player that you do really love. Yeah, and I think we both really love <laughs> the uh, the Cooper Cup trade. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to talk about this one, but especially because I you, traded Cup to upset? someone. I'm, I, I think the trade was a fine trade for me, but I traded Cup mm-hmm. to someone who isn't going to appreciate who Cooper Cup is as a person. So, or as an NFL player. This guy catches 90 passes a year. Like, you can almost set your calendar by it. Yeah. He's an all-star. Yeah. The guy's really good at playing football. Yep. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I, but again, getting a second-round pick in C.D. Lamb, and we all talked about how C.D. Lamb has the ability to break out and become like that true alpha wide receiver in a good offense. So uh, I think it's a good. It's one of those trades that again is. Oh, you cut off for a second. It's one of the trades that's what. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's one of those trades that's mutually exclusive and mutually good for both teams. Yep, I I agree. Uh, yeah. I I like this trade more than the Diggs trade. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I guess I'm thinking of it from a biased point of view, right? Because I'm thinking of it from how it benefits me. I like this trade more than I like mm-hmm. the Diggs trade. Uh, I, it's mm-hmm. just upsetting to have gotten rid of Cup. And I'm still going to post Cooper, yeah. Cuff pit, Cooper Cup picks every Sunday. He's still my guy, yeah. but I love him from afar. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what they say. If you love something, set it free. Yeah, exactly. And he wasn't going to win with me. He might win with Chris. So yeah. let it happen. Yeah. And I mean, good kudos for Chris. Um, is He is, you know, he is going for it, right? Like this is... Him pushing his chips into the middle. Do I think he gets there? Maybe, maybe not. But uh, you never know, right? We're still early-ish in the season. Yep. Um, who knows, right? Yep. And the last but, one is uh, yours. It's yours yeah. and Matin's trade. Matin's, yeah. I mean, this is a trade. I I kind of... I This year was my... I was swinging year. This was... I was got, coming up into the batter's box, and I... <laughs> Made every trade I could to try graphics and everything like that. And then apparently every single Ravens running back that I touched tore their ACL. Yep. So I've, I've out, I was out, I'm out of cupboard of draft picks for next year. Doesn't matter. I'm cupboard of draft picks, don't have them. So uh, my focus is now uh, returning draft picks, getting the cupboards restocked a little bit. Um, and trying to you know move forward off of those um, those injuries and those kind of uh, and those you know those those bad things that have happened um, and rebuild for twenty twenty one or at least stock the cupboards a little bit for or twenty twenty two rather because I think this season is uh, is down the drain for me so uh, team's not performing everyone's not scoring points just chalk it call it a year see what I can rebuild for next year. Yeah, kind I mean, you're, you're kind of, I feel like we're both in this position, um, but mm-hmm. we're in this position of, you know, when it's like Monday night uh, and ESPN projects like 99% chance of winning mm-hmm. and there's that 1% chance if like some player gets like six fumbles, that's mm-hmm. that's where we are. We're in that 1% and we mm-hmm. need someone to get six fumbles in a game. Yeah, exactly. So it's probably not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly no that's fair i mean um you know at the end of the day realistically that's that's where you want to be and uh that's where you want to uh that's you know that's it's not where you want to be but at least you know there's a direction now and there's a direction moving forward with with both these teams because you just can't have a shitty team and uh, be bad so in this trade you recouped a sixth is that right yes yeah okay yeah i recouped a sixth round pick yeah i i kind of like this trade for you i think you got like Ayuk out of it who mm-hmm. has potential uh mm-hmm. and you didn't give up anyone that like i look at as like this is someone that you might need for next year mm-hmm. uh, so i don't know mm-hmm. i i think you, this trade makes sense for you 
Yeah, no, I uh, I uh, definitely think that uh, you know I I as long as I'm not trading right now anybody that I need for next year, I'm fine with trading them. Yep, I, I am I, completely fine. I think the trade makes sense for uh, Matin. He got a little better. It makes sense that he only gave up a sixth, but mm -hmm. it's not like some huge boost in like. In his team, the way that like some of the other trades that happened this week were like grabbing digs from a tin was huge. I don't see this mm -hmm. as being huge. No, it's it's adding depth to bye weeks, right? Yeah, that's what it is, and I I think that's that's going to be important because if you look at somebody like Mike's team, really deep going through the bye weeks, yeah. right? And it's all fine and dandy to win when you're starting lineup. You can roll your starting lineup out there, but there's going to be injuries. There's going to be things that happen, right? Yep. Your Mitten can now play a matchup at quarterback. He picked up the seventh best quarterback uh, fantasy rated quarterback in the league right now. However terrible he may actually be playing, um, he's the seventh best fantasy quarterback. Yeah, can't can't argue with that. Like. <laughs> His his rushing uh, his rushing keeps him uh you know on the downside there so yep. um or upside sorry not downside it keeps him on the upside of uh of his uh of this fantasy floor so it's a great matchup for him gets to play the matchup with him and uh, him and Herbert and uh, he got a, the number one kicker the Raiders kicker <laughs> oh, man. a kicker trade. A kicker trade, it happens, right? Um, and then I get some lottery players and a pick, so that's all I really wanted out of the trade. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, so do you want to move on to what's the next part of it? Uh, just previewing matchups and then picking matchups for this week. Oh, cool. Where, yeah. where should we start? Let's start with us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our, our matchup is on the top of my list, so let's... Yeah. You know, if this was a week 16 game, it'd be flexed to Sunday night. Like, we'd be prime time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is a toss-up for me. I mean, your team's good. My team's good. You know, these are both two really powerhouse teams, you know, going at it this week. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. No, I think this, I honestly, if uh, I'm not, no joking aside... Um, it's going to come down to who gets production out of who's ever left on their team. <laughs> yeah, I, I might make a couple more trades from now till Sunday. Uh, yeah. That might make this a lot closer than what this is projected to be. Perfect. And I haven't picked up a kicker yet because I'm not sure who I want to drop. <laughs> yep, very fair. I, I, I think that this is the most irrelevant matchup. It's two yeah. teams. I'm like... At the end of it, I kind of expect me both of us to be one and four, or yeah. maybe you're going to be two and three, and you won't win for a few weeks. But yeah, like, yeah. it's not this matchup doesn't matter. It does not matter. It, it you could flip a coin, doesn't matter if anybody really wants to. You know, this is like you know, this is the somebody's got to win bowl, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's all this is. <laughs> I mean, we could go. I think I think it's actually only fair if we go Jets defense versus Atlanta defense, bench the rest of the rosters. That <laughs> would be interesting. You picked up the Falcons defense. Yeah, I did. I didn't notice you did that. Yeah, that would be pretty close. They're both projected within like point two of each other, so you never know. Yeah, you never know, right? Yep. Uh, is this right? Does okay. It say, does ESPN not know how to handle negatives in a average? It says point probably negative. I wouldn't put it past average. them. Okay. I wouldn't put it past them. Um. um and then I guess the next game is the Twin Bowl. Yep. Two. Yep, part two. Um, who do you who do you like in this one? Oh, I mean, this is to me very easily, Chris. I, I've. Uh, oh, we're not really picking up. Are we supposed to be picking who we think we're gonna who we think's gonna win? Yeah, we can. I mean, for our game, it doesn't really matter. But for like the other four games on the schedule, maybe we pick a winner. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I didn't know if we wanted to go through the matchup and then pick. A, okay, I got it. Got the. Play. Yeah, yeah. We can um, go through the matchup then pick a winner. Okay, I I think Chris pretty easily. I don't like Andrew's team really. Uh, and it's not Andrew's fault. I think his team is fine, I guess. Uh, it's just he dealt with a lot of injuries. CMC was, has been hurt. AJ Brown has been hurt. 
Barkley, mm -hmm. he's been like coming back from his injury. Uh, and it, it, his team's just not completely there, and I kind of think he is on the cusp of being in the same boat as me and you. Yes. Uh, Chris, I think, I think Chris has like a legitimate team. I I think that this should be a win for him. Yeah, um, it it all depends, right? For for me, Andrew, the thing was is he loaded up on running backs so early, right? He's so not deep at every other position on the field. Yeah. Right. Like, so not deep. I get that Dalton Knox is having a good year, or Dawson Knox is having a good year, but he's not deep anywhere else. Yep. Like, And I wouldn't even say if, he's deep at running back. His, like, yeah. He has, like, Sony Michelle and Javante Williams, who hasn't really been that great. And like, Trey Sermon. And, oh, well, yeah, and Trey Sermon, who's been hurt. but Yeah, and bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he's been hurt and good. Right. Um, yeah, I think Chris is probably going to win this game. It's hard for me to see oh, a scenario. Oh, wait, Trey Sermon was the one that got benched. He was a healthy scratch from the first game. Healthy scratch week one, played the Eagles week two, got one carry, got lit up by somebody in the ear hole, fumbled the ball. Okay, yeah. <laughs> really? he's, he, he's trash. He was, it wasn't injuries. He just sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, you know, he has A.J. Brown, who has not been performing. Yeah, but A.J. Brown was hurt. A.J. Brown, I think, missed True. last week. So, I True. don't know. I'm, I'm giving that one a pass a little bit. But, like, he, you know how many point, it's fantasy points A.J. Brown has this year? Uh, I have it pulled up, so that might be cheating, but 16.9. It is 16.9. Yeah. That's like yeah. a Cooper Cup half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is 16.9. Like, he doesn't have, I don't know, he just, there's nothing on his team that screams elite to me right now. Yeah. Um, and then Chris is going with a very interesting strategy of starting nobody. I mean, that may hurt his opportunity to uh, win the game. So Chris <laughs> said something dumb to me. I'm going to share it because I don't care. Chris said something dumb to me, and I think I'm the reason why he benched everybody. Mm -hmm. um, he, he was... We were talking about Cordero Patterson, and I was like, you don't think very highly of Cordero Patterson or else you'd be starting him above Mike Evans. Because mm -hmm. uh, he was talking about how like, good Patterson is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I was like, you obviously don't believe that or else you'd be starting him. And he said that he's not starting him because he doesn't want the projections to affect the power rankings that eventually come out. And I was like, that makes no sense. No one is looking at the projected scores and making power rankings off of it. And power rankings don't even matter. And then he said, oh, well, I'm actually just keeping Andrew on his toes, and I'm going to change my lineup later on in the week. And I said, okay, well, that's, that's a reason, right? Like, it's a reason to try to keep someone on their toes and change their lineup later in the week. And I think Chris then went all in, and that's why you see everyone on his bench, because he's trying to psych Andrew out. I'm going to put Chris last on my power rankings just for the purpose of <laughs> him benching all of his players. Yeah, he's <laughs> projected that zero much. points. How could he be high in power rankings? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next, we move on to uh, Chris and the surprise uh, – sorry, not Chris, Himes and uh, the surprising 4-0 Jordan. Yep. Um, what do you, this is actually going to be a close game. Yeah. Uh, I will let you go first on this one. I have opinions. Oh, you have opinions, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Um, I, I, I think it's Himes' game to lose. I think without yep. Nixon, depending on how good Perrin plays. He is playing Green Bay, so like I expect that game to be high scoring. Um, you know, DK Metcalf has been inconsistent. Marquise Brown, inconsistent, is consistent, but like has... How do you put it? Like, in a, a, the ability to be inconsistent. Kyle Pitts hasn't shown that he's a top tight end. Um, but, you know, he's been getting good play out of Devon, DeAndre Swift. He's in a good matchup with uh, Minnesota. Yep. And, uh, you know, Indy's playing Baltimore. Indy's secondary hasn't lit the world on fire. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts really seems to like uh, Devontae Smith. So, like, I think there's, you know, room for there. Um, you know, room for him to score a lot of points, but it, yeah, I really do. The game for him, I think. Yeah, I think of Jordan, a lot of players have, are boomer bust players, and uh, they've just been booming this whole time. And so, 
he's been he's been playing well. I, I think Himes' team is a little bit better. That a little bit though. I feel like oh Holly, yeah, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Uh, he is to me the boomer bust player. But, oh, he is. But like last week, he dropped like three touchdowns, like three very easy deep ball touchdowns. And I imagine if he catches those right now, he is wide receiver one. Oh, he is. He's he's wide receiver ten right now. Yeah. So like, catch those three touchdowns. You're he's wide receiver one. And so something about Brown, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, mm-hmm. if anything, he might be better than what his numbers show because he just finds a way to get open. And last yeah. week he just had like the yips or whatever. He just couldn't catch one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I do like Himes' team. I like Dalton Schultz a lot as a, as a pickup. Kareem Hunt has been getting his. Himes' team is, like, sneakily very good. That's what my take was. It's, like, sneaky good. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I was thinking. Earlier when I was doing my power rankings, I was like, oh, Himes' team might be one of the worst because I remember ranking him as one of the worst in, like, my preseason power rankings. And mm-hmm. now I'm looking at his team and I'm like, oh, shit, like, Zeke has been good. James Robinson has been good. Chris Godwin has been good this year. Lockett yeah. has, like, down the list, they've all been solid. You know what? I have a spicy take on this game. This game may come down to who gets more targets between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Oh, that'd be interesting. Right? Yeah. I, like, I, going I, down these two teams, they're pretty equal down the board. And then it may come down to, like, a DK Metcalf-Tyler Lockett thing. I I feel like... I don't think I don't agree. I think this is Himes's game. Uh, I think it is too. But only because Mixon is out, and I mm-hmm. don't know who Perrine is. Like I've seen that name before, and I feel like he's a name. It's a name that I've seen as like a late season waiver wire pickup. I don't know who this yeah. guy is. But like he's starting this week. Yeah, and I, like Kyle Pitts, sure Ridley's out, but is he going to be very good? I think. Kyle Pitts, I, if you replace him with someone like Travis Kelsey, maybe maybe Jordan has a chance this week. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, yeah, I I, I, I think know. this is Mike's game. Yeah. Um, and then this is my game of the week: Will versus Mike. Oh yeah. Okay, so when I made this like uh, schedule, I feel like I made a rivalry week part two. In it kind of is a little bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> we have both of our trash teams. We have Twin Bowl again. Yeah. Uh, we have the two newest people in the league, the brothers. Yeah. And just two, two sets of brothers people. playing each other's, yeah. Yeah, and, like, we have, the like, the, the Persian squad playing each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or yeah. the, the two commissioners, the former commissioner the two commissioners. versus the new commissioner. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, um, so tell us about this matchup. Why is it your matchup of the week? I think these are these again, like they have been for a lot of years, the two biggest title contenders every year. So you know they go head to head. Mike Will's been getting good play out of Mike Williams. Um, you know, good play, excellent play out of Jaron Waller. He has a good, solid team throughout, like he usually does. And then um, Mike again, always in the conversation. Uh, you know, one of the better teams in the league. Again, solid projections throughout, deep 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 team um and then uh yeah i i think it's my it's my matchup of the week it could send will to four and one or it could send mike to three and two and will to three and two as well so it's a very uh very crucial matchup early on in the playoff race especially in that division yeah i fun fact about mike he is (laughs) one george kittle score update whatever away from being Mm -hmm. one and three and tied yes. one and three with me, yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting because I think I agree his team is one of the best teams. Um, yeah. But it's just interesting that that's the way fantasy goes sometimes. Uh, exactly right. I, I I do have Mike as my as winning this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that his team is finally like coming together in ways. I know he lost uh, David Montgomery, but he he has the depth to make up for it. Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. is back. He's not fully there yet. Darrell Henderson is is back. Uh, mm-hmm. Damian Williams is going to be starting this week. So he has like mm-hmm. some players there um, that I expect to play well. And Mike, on the other hand, 
he lost Calvin Ridley, who won't be playing. You mean um, Will? Oh yeah, Will. I'm sorry. Will lost no. Calvin Ridley, and I, I don't know something about like Mike Will Williams playing poorly last week. Um, Doesn't inspire confidence. Yeah, it kind of like he's he was already a player that I was like surprised by this season, and then last mm-hmm. week I think he got like four targets or something. So it kind of put this question mark in my head, and maybe I'm being a little. Maybe I'm being dumb for that. Um, but I also just don't really like Deontay Johnson very much. And it's not him. It's Ben Roethlisberger I don't like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just – I feel like maybe this one will be close, but I have Mike Mike winning this one. Yeah, of course. Uh, and who, who uh, I do as well. Okay. I had Mike winning this one by a hair. Okay. But, yeah, so far, Mike so winning this one. So far do we one. agree on everybody? I think so, yeah. So we both had me. We both had Chris. <laughs> Yep. Uh, we both had Himes, and now we both have Himes. Mike. Both had Mike, and then Sam versus uh, Matin. Yep. Um, um, I think with Chris Carson's neck, Matin wins this game. Now, it's not a contest. Yeah. yeah. I I agree. I I think that this was a promising matchup, but I think without Chris Carson having to play Mike Davis instead, I think that's a pretty big downgrade. And I think Matin's team, everything that he did this week to sure it up, it's too much to handle now. Yeah, I agree. You think he's the top team in the league, but uh, I think that this is uh, this is going to be a hard, it's going to be some hard sledding for Sam in the next couple of weeks. And I think this is really going to show you whether his team is a playoff team or whether it's not a playoff team. Yeah, this was I feel like I don't know if I'm the reason why Sam's name is deepest roster. I have felt like it was a shot at me all season, but I'm not It's sure. a shot at a rat, uh, at Andrew. If you've not noticed he's been playing like something that like you did to him throughout the season or something that you said about him. Like if when he played me, he was like he called his team like redact that yeah, after did, I redacted. His name I don't know if he's changed I don't know if he's changed his name from Matin this year. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I saw week. Deepest Roster and I thought it was a shot at me. No, uh, because Andrew said, Andrew, when we first like went over the draft, he said, oh, he was like, I have the deepest roster in the league. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I took it as a shot at me because I had something in my preseason power rankings where I said mm-hmm. that uh, he doesn't have any running back depth. And yeah. I still look at his team and I think that that's true. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's, it's I, not. You realize that he is a Mike Davis not playing away from starting Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, I, I had I had actually never seen post draft someone not having a running back on their de- on their bench. Yeah, uh, and that was like the crazy thing about his team, and like yeah. he might be seeing the consequences here if Chris Carson like misses multiple games. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and like Mike Davis is on a bye week next week because they get back from London. Oh yeah, right. So like he could very well be playing Kenneth Gainwell next week. Yep. That's interesting. <laughs> he should make a trade for someone like Dalvin Cook. Yeah, or if you know he wants a buy low candidate like a, a Miles Sanders. Yeah, that that works too. Um, they both they both you can make two trades. Yeah, I mean yeah. Really they, sure. Then he would have the deepest roster. He would have the deepest roster. You know, really shore that thing up there. Yep. Make the playoffs for once, that, you know. Do something like that. That makes a lot of sense. Instead of just complain. <laughs> <laughs> that makes too much sense to me. Yeah. Um, no, so he'd rather I just complain we, that he's unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we both have Matin in this one, right? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. also think Matin's roster has just become super strong this last yeah. week. Okay, um, so uh, let's power rank everybody then quickly, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll uh, cut this and uh, send it out to the universe. Yeah, do you want to start from the bottom or start from the top? Uh, started from the bottom. Okay, so number 10. Me. Yes, number 10 I have you. Yeah. Uh, and then we note just... I have, I have a couple sentences written for everyone. Oh, you wrote me sentences, I feel so honored. Oh, no, for you I didn't. For, for oh, okay. you, all I wrote was, just not good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but for everyone else, I had like a little bit of an explanation for why I put them there. 
<laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, but but at nine, at nine, I have me. Yeah, I have you at nine as well. What'd you write for your little sentence about yourself? <laughs> also, uh, just not good. <laughs> I said, actually, that is my first sentence. I said my team just isn't very good. <laughs> uh, I might have been. So I I do think that uh, our league is kind of separated at the moment. Where I, at least the top five teams i think are interchangeable in some ways uh, mm-hmm. i wouldn't be mad at anyone rearranging who i have in my top five in any order and even okay. the teams that are six and seven in my power rankings i think those teams have the potential to join those top five so i okay. really only look at three teams and think like you guys suck and like me okay. and you me and you are one of those like two of those teams and then the okay. other team is andrew uh, okay. So I I do think without these trades I am in that group, that top okay. seven group. That's mm-hmm. where I think I am. But I think I've pulled myself out of it, and I think mm-hmm. now I'm at nine. You're punting. Yes. Fair uh, enough. And then eight, you have Andrew. Yes. Who do you have at eight? Eight, Andrew as well. We can't be in agreement on everything. Uh, I think I think after eight is probably where we're going to start disagreeing. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I just think Andrew's team has been dealing with injuries. CMC, AJ Brown, Barkley's been coming back. The things I said. He, he mm-hmm. is, yeah. It, it's like he's in an unfortunate place, but like it's fantasy yeah. football. And I don't seven. think his team was deep enough. Seven. Uh, who do you have se- at seven? I, I have Chris. You have Chris? I have Chris. Oh, shit. I have Himes. Yeah, I have Chris. Head to head, I think Himes beats Chris right now. I mean, I could see that, but... Like, head-to-head, if you switch their matchups, who do you think wins that matchup this week? I just feel... I, I, I think it's Chris, but I don't think it's a, by a huge margin. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I, I think Chris's team is good, and my ranking of Chris at 7 has nothing to do with the skill level of this team. Oh, what what is it? It's Chris, the fantasy owner. Yeah. He hasn't proved anything to me yet. Yeah, that's very Like, true. that is it. Like, that is it. Like, if Chris is 1-3, I get that bad luck happens in fantasy football. I get that this this is primarily a luck, somewhat of a luck-based game. I understand that. But there is choices to be made when you are playing fantasy football that can influence that luck. I mean, Chris has never... You what don't miss the playoffs. That. You don't miss the playoffs for ten straight years or whatever it is by just being unlucky. I make terrible trades, and I've been in the playoffs more recently than Chris. Yeah, like I make terrible trades. Yeah, and I some somehow still make the playoffs. I I, I think you're kind of swaying me because when I think about the things that Chris has said in chat just this past week. Like saying that you're going all in and then trading Mike e- or offering to trade Mike Evans for a pick mm-hmm. because you don't he's not a starter on your team. It makes me feel like you don't understand how to make it to the playoffs in fantasy football. Right. Yeah. You either you either push all your chips into the center and go I'm in fuck it and uh, you go in and you just say, I'm, this is me, and whatever happens next year, I have no picks, I made my push. And yep. you live with that. And it's crappy if you don't. Like, I'm living with that right now. Yep. Like, I, that I, is I, what I, I'm I living too, with. I think. Yeah, I'm living with that. I pushed all my chips into the center, and I'm living with that. And it's not fun. It makes fantasy football really actually not fun for you. Um, because you're just like, well, I lost again this week. <laughs> Um, and so you just are like, well, I lost and, uh, but you, you can't, you can't then try and recapture those picks without, you know, then punting your season. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. You're, you're one, one or two injuries away from just needing to reach into your bench and Mm -hmm. him saying that really threw me off. I'm not changing Mm -hmm. my power rankings, but you have convinced me because i do think himes is one of the smarter fantasy football players in the league in the league mm-hmm. uh and i think that is a good reason for having him above chris 
Yeah. I think his team is better run. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. it. Like, that is legit, legitimately the, the difference of between me and Himes. Himes is very patient. He's very, like, calculated in what he does. And I don't think Chris is as calculated. And that's, that's it. That's a good point. That's, um, that's literally the difference between five and six for me. <laughs> that's well, it. We're, we're at seven. Yeah. Or sorry, six and six and seven. Yeah. Oh, so is is Himes six for you? Yeah, Himes is six for me. Oh, interesting. I have a four and O team at six. Jordan. I have Jordan at six. Okay. Uh. Explain. I think when doing power rankings, maybe I... This is probably why Mike wanted to have a consistent standard where Sam is always doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for me, record is a part of the equation, but I'm also looking at the way your team currently looks. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at whether or not I think players are overperforming or underperforming, and like I'm just looking at the overall team. At the moment, I see Jordan as six. I think he could be... Mm -hmm a move or two away from going further up but like Mixon is hurt and even when Mixon is healthy for whatever reason I still don't love him I do think he has a lot of boomer bust players I know I stood up for Hollywood Brown before but like he is a boomer bust player Mm -hmm. uh I just I don't have the confidence in Jordan's roster at the moment uh I think Mm -hmm. it needs some tweaks for now I have him at six okay so I have Himes at six. Okay. Do you have for the reasons I just yeah. previously mentioned. Okay, uh, we're at five now. Who do you have at five? I have Will at five. Okay, I have Sam at five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I really what? like Sam's team, so that's why I'm laughing. Okay, I'm going to explain to you why I have Sam at five. Okay. And we talked about it very briefly beforehand. Yep. It's his running back depth. Yeah. It's his, it's his, I, he is a, literally another running back getting hurt, whether it be Austin Eckler or Chris Carson or Mike Davis from playing Kenneth Gainwell. Yep. Like being in a position where you have to play him. So that's why I have him at five. The rest of his roster is really good. He has a lot of good wide receivers, but you can't play four wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, you can if they're if they have dual. Receivers. If they're CJ Spiller. They're all right? Spiller. Don't... Yeah. I, I like how Chris is trying to compare Cordell Patterson to the GOAT. <laughs> Please do not disrespect him like that. <laughs> uh, so I have Will here. Okay. Um... I, I, agree, I, I agree with everything that you said about Sam, by the way. I, I agree mm-hmm. with everything you said. I'm trying to not think about... I'm trying to... I, I do hold a depth against him, but I'm trying to weigh it less heavily than I'm weighing how good I think his team is. Mm-hmm. Um, so at five, I have Will. The okay. Reason, the reason for it is that... I've just been disappointed, kind of like with what I've been saying. I've been disappointed with a lot of players on Will's roster. Uh, it, it's not really like Darren Waller. It's not Tom Brady. But I'm, I've been disappointed with like Gibson and Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara. The, they've, those are two running backs that I expected to be. Kamara, I expected him to be like a top three, top four guy. Gibson, I expected him to be like somewhere around like eight or nine. Um, mm-hmm. And both of them right now are RB2s, like middle-of-the-pack RB2s. They haven't been yeah. spectacular in any way. So yeah. I, I just don't love his running backs. And I look at his receivers, and there's that Mike Will question mark, whether that's fair or not. It's there. Calvin Ridley hasn't been Calvin Ridley like Calvin everyone thought Ridley he was going to be. Calvin Ridley hasn't been Calvin Ridley. It's, it's just I don't love Will's team at the moment. He sits at five. Okay. I have Will at four. Okay. I have Chris yeah. at four. So uh, we have... Oh, no, we don't have the same top three. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> I have Will at four. Yeah. Um, I have Will at four. Um, I think he's... Again, it kind of comes down to, like, the fantasy owner thing again with me. Yeah. Um, again, like, there are some underperforming players there. He seems to be on top of roster moves and things like that. So it seems to be very, very well-constructed thought out plan 
well constructed there. Um, I just definitely think that uh, again, this is a this is a talent thing for me, um, for him. Yep. So uh, I think uh, I think he has a good roster. I think it's solid all the way through. It's deep. It's not too deep. It's perfect. He yeah. is carrying three defenses for some reason, but like, <laughs> who knows why? <laughs> so, uh, I I think we're at four, right? So I have Chris here. Okay. Um, I think I do think if you give Chris, if you give Will Chris's roster, mm-hmm. it might be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Will might be number one if he had Chris's roster at this moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because Will is whatever one or two in our dynasty rankings, uh, I trust him to take care of a ro- like a with a roster. I just don't like his current one. Chris, he's I... he's he's not. He, Will is the opposite of me. Yeah. Where I make very like spontaneous decisions, and I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a trade for this player right now. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I think you've described two people as the opposite of you so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm I'm very I'm very not meticulous. Like I'm not not saying that I'm not meticulous, but I'm not. Um, I'm not. Sometimes my my ideas aren't thought out. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I, yep. I can, I can so, see that. You know, but I have. I think where I think where that's where Chris and I are very similar as fantasy managers. I just have. I feel like I have enough skill that I can get myself out of those bad spots that I put myself into. Yeah. It's good. That's to what have it's that been. Confidence. I, <laughs> it's me. I like. I like purposely. Like this is the way I view my fantasy football career. I purposely jump out of a plane, not knowing if my parachute's gonna work. <laughs> That's fair. I'm like, hey, if this works, and I'm like, oh, the parachute worked this time, and then sometimes I like hurdle towards the ground, and I'm like, oh, that really hurt. <laughs> But that's what makes it interesting. Like I, I have yeah. been making a lot of trades recently, good or bad, whatever happens doesn't matter. But trading is fun, so yeah. I'm just shaking up my roster. This is a, a plug. If mm-hmm. anyone wants to trade me, give me picks. This is the opportunity. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, I have Chris at four. I have it listed that if he wasn't one and three, this is the weird thing to me. Is I have a yeah. four and zero oh team at number six. I have a yeah. one in three team at number four, okay. uh, which is weird. I should maybe be valuing uh, record more than I am, but it's early on mm-hmm. in the season. I'm not doing it. Okay. Um, uh, I, I guess three. Uh, three, I have Mike. Okay. Who do you have? I have Jordan. Okay, that makes sense. It's it's a it's a record thing. It's just he's four and zero. Right? You, you think, how many games is our regular season? Six? Uh, 15? 13? 14? Uh, it's a 17... It's an 18-week season now, so, yeah. It, it's two weeks of playoffs. We skip one week, so it's 15. 15 weeks? So he's almost already a third of the way to, you know, having five wins. And usually it takes eight to get to the playoffs, so he's already halfway there. Right? Like, that is, if you're in the top three, you're a playoff team. Like, you have to think about it like that. Eight wins gets you to the playoffs most years. Um, he's half the way there. So he has to go 500, 500 the rest of his time playing fo- like playing fantasy football. Yeah, something like that. But me and, To make the playoffs. And he gets to play me and you one more time, I think. Yeah. Maybe. So I, don't, I don't know if I've played he, him. Maybe he gets to play me twice. Yeah. I don't know. I've played him once, and if he plays me again, that like you can easily chalk up that's another two wins, so he's at six. Yep. You need to win two. You need to have two more games. Like your odds are pretty good at making the playoffs. Yeah, that that's a that's a good point. Hold on, let me look at his schedule. I I don't want to get off on a weird tangent at the moment, but no. like his schedule, he plays. He plays you one more time. Yeah, yeah, because you guys have played this... twice already. Mm-hmm. So he plays you one more. T- oh, his schedule has been soft. He played, mm-hmm. <laughs> he played you twice, and he played me once. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. But, 
but still it doesn't matter because he has to he's picked up those wins right yeah he he won the games he had to win so now he gets to play each of us one more time i think mm -hmm. uh and then he also plays like andrew which is a win or should be a win mm -hmm. so that's like kind of three more wins on his schedule so he only needs to win one game that is like a hard matchup yes interesting yep that's a good point. <laughs> that's a that's a right good point. Um, right like he you know so like if he's not you know if you're ranking him six that means he's not a playoff team i still think that that might not happen uh right I, it's possible i i still am not completely sold on jordan's team i don't i'm not upset with my ranking of him at six um, mm -hmm. but i do see your point okay uh, where I, had, are we, I had Mike at well. I had Mike at three. Okay. Uh, let me see. What did I say? He's. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the same injury thing. I think he's been dealing with Montgomery injury, Jacobs injury. He has depth. I expect him to come back like once we all start hitting like bye weeks and stuff like that. I expect Mike to be there. Top. Uh, as mm -hmm. I said, the top five teams to me are all interchangeable. Top seven mm -hmm. teams even are all competitive competitors so mm -hmm. doesn't matter you could put these in any order to me but mike i have yeah three. okay um and then I, who two two i have sam oh, that's disappointing <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah two, two i have sam i i like i like sam's team um okay i i think pat mahomes is an awesome player to have he's a guaranteed like 20 to 30 plus points a week mm -hmm. uh jefferson hopkins like he has a, like some solid talent all the way around consistent talent all the way around the chris carson okay. injury sucks but like if he can come back from that um and if it doesn't turn out to be this huge deal uh i feel comfortable with sam at two i i really like his team this year okay yeah, I mean that makes sense. Who who do you have it to? Uh, I have Mike. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. I have Mike at two. Deep roster, run by a solid owner. Um, you know, like you said, he is. He is uh, uh, George Kittle. You know, stack correction away from being uh, lower. Yep. But um, but that didn't happen. You know, I. But it didn't happen, right? Or I guess it did happen. The stat correction didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like he, like you know, I love to bring this up and I love to poke the bear. But he is a extra point advantage away from uh, from having an extra uh, third championship. Yeah. Right. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So we both have you know? the same number one team. Yeah, it's Mitten. Yeah, it's Mitten. Which sucks. Yeah. Uh, I think I was criticizing his team earlier on in the season, uh, but he fixed all of the flaws that I was pointing out in my pre-draft mm -hmm. rankings and like before the season started. I think mm -hmm. he has put together a really good team. Things have been working out for him. Um, there's no holes. Yeah, there's no holes. Even if, like, I think I'm not. I don't have his roster pulled up, but even like his weakest point might be quarterback, and he has two top ten quarterbacks. Like, yeah, I don't. He he also understands in talking to him that his time is now. This is his window. Yeah. Right? Like, he understands that. Yep. And he's willing to sell the farm down the road if that's what it means. Right? Yep. You know? So, like, if you think about it this way, Aaron Rodgers is gone next year. Probably. Yep. What does that do to Aaron Jones' value? Yeah, and what does that do? To Eventually, Derrick Henry's body is going to give out on it. Yeah. What does that do to Devontae Adams' value? Yep. Right? <laughs> right. So, like, you know, this is his window. Yeah. It's open. Take advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have, like, two top five running backs very mm -hmm. often. Plus, no. like, top five receiver. Like, that, you have to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, this is his window. His window is open. You have to go. Yep. If I was Matin, I'd be selling every draft pick I own forever. Yeah, he should trade me a first and a second. Does he have those? He should trade them. To nope. Me. 
He already traded you his first. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he traded me his second. Damn. <laughs> yeah, second. <laughs> okay. I, I can maybe finagle some more picks out of him. We'll see. <laughs> this this whole podcast has been a subtle plug at let's trade tofu and a rash picks. Yeah. That's been a subtle <laughs> message throughout this whole thing. I hope I hope a lot of people listen to this right before they go to bed or like while they're sleeping. So when they wake up in the morning, they're just like, you know what I really need to do? I need to trade <laughs> tofu and a rash for their picks. Like I need to give them my picks. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds good to me. That sounds um, good to me. Okay. So, just to repeat the rankings, I have Sam, or I had, sorry, Matin, Sam, mm-hmm. Mike, I'll give numbers, one, Matin, okay. two, Sam, three, Mike M, four, Chris, five, Will, six, Jordan, seven, Mike Himes, eight, Andrew, nine, me, ten, Tofu. And I have one as Matin, two as Mike Moffat, three as Jordan, four, Will, five, uh, I didn't write this down, five, I had Himes, six, I had Chris, oh no, sorry, five, I had Sam, six, I had Himes, seven, Chris, eight, Andrew, nine, Arash, ten, myself. So one more time, that is Matin, Mike, Will, or sorry, Jordan, Will, um, Sam, Himes, Chris, Andrew, you, myself. Cool. Uh, cool. Anything awesome. else? Fantasy God 4 coming out in a few weeks. Plug um, it. Get the plug. Yep. Uh, yeah. it's gonna, it's we made, look at this. One. We made a podcast without Sam. Yep. Maybe the best one. It's the first one I've listened to. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> There's no fancy intro. There's gonna be some swearing. It's gonna be a good time oh, for everybody. Yeah. I can't wait. Did we swear? We're not supposed. We weren't. Swearing. I swore. Oh, I probably did too. I wasn't thinking. Uh, Whatever. It's fine. It's our podcast now. Look at me. I'm the podcaster now. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. I don't know if we have a goodbye thing. Does Sam do a goodbye thing? Yeah, he sings the whole song. You're tearing up my heart. <laughs>